0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more.
1: It was early in the fall, and for no reason at all, I went to see the social worker.
0: Hi, I'm Joe Iconis.
1: And I'm Jennifer Ashley Tepper.
0: You're listening to The Album Podcast, and today we're talking about Social Worker, which is a song from my musical, The Black Suits.
1: This song is sung on the album by Nick Blaymire, who originated the role of Chris in The Black Suits in New York, and you'll get to hear a lot about the journey of this song on this episode. So usually don't remember, but the 18th of September was... First time with Social Worker.
0: Social Worker is another song from the Black Suits, but this one wasn't cut. This one is in the black suits.
1: It also, you know, we're in a string of songs on the album now that started with Track 27, a guy that I'd kind of be into, followed by Joy's Punk Rocker, now Social Worker, which we'll talk about on this episode. And the next episode is I Was a Teenage Delinquent. It's like a four song run on the album of songs that are actually from shows or were cut from shows, yeah. all of which are sung on mm-hmm. the album by people with kind of a differing history with that show. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is that
1: purposeful in like kind of planning out the order of the album?
0: It um it it was. Yeah, it was. It it kind of felt like once we get to the sort of back half of the album, we start to find um more songs that are, you know, sort of orphaned from shows. And it I feel like it um the album gets like even more kind of like familial as it <laughs> As it reaches its back half where it's like the people's, people's relationships to the songs that they're singing get sort of even more, you know, filled with history and, and, um, and legacy and all that. And then there's more like sort of like shout along chorus songs. It just feels like there's more people around. And um, yeah. And so it was kind of intentional. And they all just kind of hang together really well in a mm-hmm. strange way.
1: Um, this one in particular from The Black Suits, Social Worker, was not cut, still, you know, in The Black Suits. Um, and Nick Bleymeyer, who sings it, of course, originated this role in the SPF production of The Black Suits.
0: Yeah. And when I think of the character of Chris in The Black Suits, I I do think of, of Nick. He's my first, my the first Chris mm-hmm. I think of.
1: Um, yeah, it's such a intensely beautiful, you know, version of this song. And we've been hearing Nick sing it for so long. I feel like, though, there was like a gap in time when Nick did not sing this song and would sing other songs when he was in your concerts. And am I Like, yeah. I, I feel like there was like a comeback for Nick Blaymire Social Worker, and then um, it made it on this album. It was like we retired it for 10 years. Like pop stars do that, right? And then we brought it back.
0: <laughs> it definitely, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was retired for 10 years. You know, I think it was the thing of like, you know, when Nick first sang it, right, he was at an age where he was playing teenagers and things, right? And so it kind of felt like, oh, yeah, he's singing this, like, teenager song. And then it's like, you know, you get a little bit older and then it's kind of like, oh, this guy's not quite, uh, you know, 15 or ever, however, however, <laughs> however um, you know, the age that he says in the song. Um, and so it's like you want to I feel like you naturally or, you know, for an actor as as great as Nick Blameyer you want to, like, take a step yeah. back maybe from some of, like, the teenage stuff. Um, and then I think when we sort of, you know, came to it again, it's kind of like, okay, we're far away enough from it now where it feels a little bit less like, oh, why is this guy still playing a teen? And a little more like, oh, this guy has some perspective mm-hmm. on the teenage experience and can and can sort of sing it with a new a new point of view
1: um there's a very like special moment for black suits fans and like iconist family insiders Mm. in this song where uh the characters sing something one line about the 18th of september and people call that black suits day and they wish each other a happy black Suits day based on you know chris saying that date in this song so i always think that's kind of a cool moment
0: I I love that it's black suits day yeah maybe one maybe one day if the black suits ever finds itself in a in a proper run somewhere it will coincide with September 18th (laughs) black suits day and maybe there'll be t-shirts or something I hope there will there will be t-shirts, in fact.
1: I also, the um, craft of this song I want to talk about and get into, because it's very much, um, I feel like it's such a good example, something that you would study in lyric writing and, you know, musical theater writing class, mm-hmm. because it's written as though this character, for this character to sing it, it's written for this moment in this musical, it's written for this character of this age, and it's specific in the way that, you know, pushing the glasses up my nose it's like the thing in ragtime of mother in back to before singing about fairy tales because that's that character's um vocabulary like what exactly Mm -hmm. does this character read see think about and so this song like is such a great balance of being conversational feeling like this teenage character is experiencing it real time and then also like accessing words that they would say to their friends but really Using those words to articulate their situation um, as they would articulate if they could perfectly. So I don't know. There's just a lot going on in the lyric craft of this song that I think if you're someone who studies lyrics, you could you know get excited about.
0: Um, thanks. Thank you for that. Yeah, I um, you know I wrote the song when I was a student at the graduate musical theater writing program, and um, and actually this song i believe was written written in a bill finn class where i had to use specific words
1: Mm -hmm. oh wow good job bill
0: i I think so (laughs) i think so um but uh yeah but i you know i've always like i've always uh, had a real distaste for songs that feel like the characters singing them are using vocabulary that is not yeah. their own. I've always really, in my songwriting, you know, for theater, tried to to put put words in the mouth in the mouths of my characters um, that feel like words they might actually say, or you know, words or phrases that they have access to. And I think that sometimes, you know, people can't always people you know people can't always art beautifully articulate what they're feeling but they can you know try i think the amazing thing about musical theater is that even if people don't have the words the the music gives us the information you know the music gives us what they're what they're mm-hmm. feeling even if they can't quite summon it up to to describe it um and i think that social worker was a sort of early-ish song of mine that um where I felt like it, it really clicked what I was trying to do. And these ideas that I had about the sort of musical theater I wanted to write and how I wanted to write it. I feel like Social Worker is a good, it, it was a successful, a successful mm-hmm. swipe at that uh for sure
1: it's also i think really special in terms of how black suits is represented on this album because as you've said you know you weren't going to do all the songs from black suits you weren't going to do blue hair hopefully at some point there will be a black suits album but you know we've already yeah. kind of gone into how annie golden singing Joy's punk rocker carries on a bit of the legacy of the black suits and social worker which again like dick Blameyer, you know brought that to life and originated the role of chris in new york and is so incredible at, at the intensity of it and and all of it. And then it's kind of like a little um, hint of what's to come when we get the original black suits cast at the end of this album singing a song that you'll hear about on a future Mm -hmm. podcast episode. But it just it (laughs) feels like it's sort of like, you know, sprinkled in a little bit of the legacy of the black suits throughout this album and that this song kind of helps you point towards the later moment on the album.
0: Yeah, for sure, and it's you know I the black suits is such a um, important piece of my life. You know, it's like black suits was like how anyone in the theater was introduced to me in the first place. It's it's where I met so many people who have gone on to you know become my greatest friends and collaborators. And I mean, you know, I, I Annie and and Lance Rubin and Jason. I'm were in the first ever reading of the black suits while I was a student. That's how I met all of them. Uh, you know, Lauren Marcus did a one day table read of it. That was the first time I ever spoke mm-hmm. to her. Um, it it's, I mean, just countless people, uh, have sort of come through black suits and, you know, and, and I mean the story of the black suits and it's kind of life in, um, in New York and beyond, uh, I think really would would be kind of its own podcast because uh, it was really quite an insane uh, journey that really you know I'm that I that I still feel the repercussions of, um, or the you know the 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 waves of or something. Um, so yeah, so it feels appropriate that it is represented on the album as much as it is and sort of as sprinkled throughout as it is. Um, yeah, it feels right and it feels it feels like. Um, that's representative of how it functions in my life.
1: Um, yeah. And it's also, I I mentioned three of the four Black Suits songs on this album. The Fourth to Come, which we haven't <laughs> done a podcast about yet, is truly like, you know, one of my favorite, favorite songs you've ever written. So that's to come as well. Another song in the Black Suits legacy. Yeah. I also feel like, you know, people talk about calling card musicals, um, you know, Black Suits feels like that was yours, like mm-hmm. sort of a show where whether it was actually produced or whether it wasn't produced, that was the show that people in the industry got to know that writer through, um, you know, like Songs for a New World is considered Jason Robert Brown's and Saturday Night is like, you know, what Stephen Sondheim mm-hmm. was shopping around. So I feel like Black Suits also gets to be part of this legacy of um, shows like that where, you know, obviously, like the dream for the Black Suits has yet to happen and maybe will happen someday and you know it hasn't been on broadway it deserves to be but it is part of that legacy of like people know you because of that show and it's like a show that i think anyone who's touched it is very proud to have been part of that legacy
0: yeah there have been so many great people who have who have touched the show like there has been you know so many incredible actors who have done productions of black suits and it's kind of um it's kind of wild. Whenever I it's definitely like the show of mine that's had the most amount of like readings, you know? <laughs> um, which is really saying something because you know, I, yeah, I, I That is.
1: I'm actually surprised by that. But no, yeah, no, it, it is. It was just
0: like back in the day, we were just doing readings of it constantly. Like constantly, like one day readings, you know, so it's like which is why it's like, oh, yeah, Oscar Isaac did it once. And, uh, you know, it's like just like random, you know, very famous people. And ca- Rachel Dratch did it once. The one time Annie couldn't do it. Like, it's just like tons of people over the course of years and years and years and years. Um, and so it's just this bizarre thing where it's like it's just, it's, you know, it, so many people in my in my life. Krista I met through her Black Suits audition. You know, that was the first time I ever even saw her. And um, Jason Tan. So many people. So many people. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Um, but social worker, I'm 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 really thrilled with how it is on this album, and I will say that I think the arrangement of it, like the literal orchestration, you know, it's very sort of synth heavy. I think it's we wanted to do something where it felt like this. It'll sound different than how how social worker might actually sound on a Black Suits cast album. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a little more produced than it might be, um, but yeah. I'm I'm really happy with it. I think it's uh, I think it it it's respectful of the of the intention of the song. Yeah, it's also,
1: you named so many people. It's also, um, you know, there are musicians who play on this album that I believe played the original Black Suits. And there's also, um, you know, like, because when Black Suits happened, First with Nick Blemeyer, then with Ben Platt playing this role, then with Kobe Getzug playing this role. Um, I it changed a little bit, but you're talking about so many readings, and I'm just struck by the fact that like Social Worker maybe has a few different lyrics than it originally did, but a lot of the songs did not change at all. And we just got to experience different people's versions of them, basically.
0: Yeah, I mean the songs in black suits have have really stayed the same <laughs> for the most part. You know? Um, but so but social worker I think in particular I feel like I feel like it's very possible that literally every single lyric of social worker has remained the same since the the day that I wrote it
1: Mm-hmm. I think that's true too I remember seeing the black suits in um, California during that production and being like oh my god he changed an A to a the in this <laughs> song and you being like Tapper I changed it because it makes sense for it to be A because this I wrote it when I was you know 20 and this is actually the correct participle like there yeah. were such yeah. like teeny tiny changes that because um, you know being such a super fan of it I noticed and I, I really think you're right there's no social worker changes I also relatedly um when I was mosh pitting to joy's a punk rocker in my apartment <laughs> earlier was like, Oh, I want to read along with the lyrics. And when I Googled to find them, um, I found the official album lyrics, but I also found so many people who wrote out the lyrics on Tumblr and, you know, Instagram, yeah. um, prior to the album coming out and was just struck by like, you know, social worker, Joy's punk rocker, these black suit songs had fans from YouTube for so many years before there were official recordings. So I'm just so glad that all four of these black suit songs now are recorded officially.
0: Yeah, me too. Me too. Hopefully a full album one day. Mm-hmm. Um I should I should say just cuz I'm thinking about it, you know, um Carol Hall, the great musical theater writer uh who who passed away um n- not too long ago. Uh she loved this lyric because she was a judge for the um the Kleban Award. And uh and I I I I won that award. In I think 2007, and she reached out to me and just said how much she loved this particular song, and I always always think about that. Thank you I, to
1: the Broadway Podcast Network for letting me hear that story, because that's like a lost joycon kind of story. I've never oh heard. Oh my god, that. really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Um, and I, I'm so glad to know that I like, I love Carol Hall so much. And, um, you know, I know we love her best little horror house in Texas songs, but I also am such a fan of like, I played one of her records on, you know, LP on an album Mm -hmm. the other day. Um, that makes so much sense that she would like this lyric. I love knowing that.
0: Yeah. She just loved it. And I remember her saying that when she, when she would judge that competition, she didn't want to listen to the music. She just want to read the lyrics first and just as a, as a, as a lyric, like as like a poem, she just, she really, really responded to it. So.
1: If we can plug something other than Joy Connors, I do want to say, listeners, like, check out Carol Hall. Like, man, like, that so, woman wrote such incredible songs. And so many of her songs that I love um, are actually only on LP still. Yeah, so, yeah. come on, streaming services. But you can find some of them on YouTube. And yeah, she's, she's, oh my amazing. gosh.
0: So, so, so truly, truly underappreciated.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Carol Hall. Even if yeah. she only ever wrote Whorehouse, like, that, 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 that score is, it's spectacular. It's spectacular no lies from whorehouse you just you're not going to hear a better a better song a better country rock no song pop song yeah no skip tracks No Bop. skip tracks.
1: there's a Bops song all. of hers that i am completely obsessed with called sandy which is from an underappreciated musical that she wrote called to whom it may concern which was done off broadway actually in a church um but there's a song called sandy and i made shana Taub sing it in our runs a minute series once so you can find that version on youtube or i think carol hall's original version on youtube as well um just a genius whose songs deserve to be heard more yeah Thanks, Carol Hall, for this episode (laughs) of Social Worker. Um, No, but yeah, I I love the social workers on this album. I think we covered a lot of exciting kind of twists and turns about it.
0: Yeah, we sure did. Here's to another 20 years of Social Worker. Hey, thanks so much for listening or watching to my podcast. Uh, Do me a favor and go to wherever you just listen to or watch this thing and subscribe or like or give us a great rating or review and then head to bpn.fm slash album to find out even more information about this podcast, more ways to watch, more ways to listen, and check out my album, Album. Thanks so much for hanging out. Album Podcast is executive produced by Liz Armstrong, produced by Dory Berenstein, Alan Seals, Kim Garris, and the rest of the team at the Broadway Podcast Network be sure to visit vpn.fm slash album for both audio and video versions of this podcast and to
1: listen to album.